Hello and welcome to Irish Science Fiction. Uh, my name is Brian Sexton and you are about to listen to, hopefully, if you stick with it, chapter 31 of The Adventures of Nancy Graham, the Space Ranger. So, uh, hey, Daughtry, and we get stuck in. Now, before we get into chapter 31, there is something you should know about Jupiterian robots. And that is that Sosniaks introduced them to Jupiter to make life better, more efficient, and running smoother, which, in theory, would free up the lives of ordinary Jupiterians so they could devote more time to helping Sozman Borkstapple realise his plans for the solar system. The problem was that robots didn't see it like that. For robots, everything in existence fits neatly into categories. Things that need to be done, and things that are unnecessary. Theirs is a world of absolutes. And Spontaliger Transportation Robot FZB-3158 absolutely had to kill European Space Agency Mission Specialist Bart McMorrow. And after that, all life in the universe. Where did you come out of, Cathy? Quiet, Bart. I don't want owner Francie to hear us. We need to get away from them. Bart sat upright, falling asleep while drunk at a wooden picnic bench at the edge of a shingle path next to a spacecraft in the nongular canclonic expanse on Jupiter is not good for your lower back. Bart placed the palm of his left hand over his spine. It was an absent-minded sort of placing of his hand, inspired by a vague and mostly unconscious thought that it would somehow immediately diagnose the cause of the dull throbbing pain he felt there. Ow, he said. I'm back, he added. He then looked at Cathy. She was standing beside the bench and glancing across the ten feet from the bench to the sand like a two spacecraft. She had a worried expression. You shouldn't have let me fall asleep here, Cathy. You're supposed to be the commander. Hey, Jerry Staunton would have ever done that, mutter whinged Bart. Bart then rubbed his eyes. He tried to sit up properly and stretch out his back. It hurt. His head hurt too. I thought you hated Jerry, said Cathy. I do, agreed Bart. Where were you? We missed you on Mars. Uh, uh, I don't know. Can we speak quietly? I don't want Owen or Francie to hear us talking. Hi, are are, are Owen and Francie here too? Yes, Bart, said Cathy. You were drinking with them last night and passed out. Bart blinked around him. He saw the exposed rock and strewn boulders of the nodular canclonic expanse. The incongruous looking bright carbon panels of the San Lakitu spacecraft, which was sitting on its three landing feet ten feet away. A wooden picnic table filled with empty glasses. Low mountains on the horizon in the far distance. And European Space Agency Mission Commander Catherine Bishop's frowning face. Hey, that doesn't sound right, Cathy, said Bart. If I was drinking with Owen and Francie, there's no way I'd pass out before them. That's because I'm not sure it was Owen and Francie. I mean, it is them, in, in appearance. But there's something strange going on. Hey, it's easy to know how you made, Commander Cathy, snorted Bart. I am after waking up with a hangover on another planet... And you reckon something strange is going on? Have you anything else obvious to point out? Uh, do you reckon uh, these are my feet or are there something else at the end of my legs? Cathy angrily pressed a finger to her lips and glanced back over at the San Lakitu spacecraft. Both entrances to the airlock hatch were open and it was possible to make out the interior just inside the inner door. Nothing stirred inside. Quiet, Bart. I don't want them to hear us. They're not themselves. I can't explain it. Owen and Francie are not themselves. Hey, the pressure of commanding a team of astronauts must have finally got to you, Cathy. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. And I've spent three years working with Jerry Staunton. If they're not themselves, then who do you reckon they are? Wait, don't tell me. 
Pope Leo III and Marilyn Monroe. Their bodies age well, but the brains turn it to mush. I know I had a few drinks in me time, but I can tell you that is just that, Cathy. They're not themselves. How do I know you are yourself? Maybe you just want me to think they're not themselves, so I won't notice that you are somebody else. Do you know the best thing you could do now, Cathy? It'd be going to the bar inside a sand lag or two and pour yourself a drink before you get any more daft. Bart placed his elbows onto the wooden tabletop of the picnic bench, leant forward and cupped his hands onto his forehead. I tell you something, Cathy, he said quietly. If I'm not myself either, then the fella I am would want to start taking it easy on the beer. Cathy said nothing, but climbed up onto the table. Bart looked up at her. What are you climbing up there for? He asked. There's something coming. I'm trying to get a good look, she said. Did you say something? Are you sure it's itself and not something else? Quish, Bart. It's some sort of machine, like a big box on legs. Show me, said Bart. He climbed up onto the wooden table next to Cathy and made out a familiar shape wobbling up the gravel trail towards himself, Cathy, the table full of drinks, and sound like a two. Ah, that thing, I know that thing. I spent three nights sitting on top of it out at sea before we came to nine giant statues of some kind of knob end doing nothing in particular. Then what is it? I don't know, a robot or something. I tell you this much, it's as ignorant as you can get. And I tell you something else, it completely blanked me when I was chatting to it. Spontalger Transportation Robot FZB3158 had European Space Agency Mission Specialist Bart McMurrow firmly in its optical sensors and kept him there. The fact that Bart was standing on top of a wooden platform made this a relatively simple task. Robot FZB3158 clomp, clomp, clomped its way towards its target. It, it looks like it's heading for us, noted Cathy. That's strange. How did you ever get the job of commander? asked Bart. As far as I can tell, all you do is notice things and comment on them. Look at that thing. It's heading here. Owen and Francie are a bit strange. I said they're not themselves, muttered Cathy. That's worse, snapped Bart. Uh, yes, yes it is, said Owen's voice from behind Bart. Very much so, agreed Francie's voice from behind Owen. Bart startled at the sudden very close voices of Owen and Francie. It was a sort of startle that involves a sudden step. His left foot sideways stepped itself from the edge of the table and onto the nothing but breathable air that occupied the space at the edge of the table, which caused him to fall rapidly. Bart, are you okay? asked Cathy. Very much worse to say we are imposters than to notice a thing is heading here, noted Owen. Especially because such a thing is not true, said Francie. Would you like a drink of yeast ferment, mission specialist Bart? she added. Bart didn't reply. He was sprawled with his back, head and arms on the exposed rock ground and his lower legs twisted on the wooden bench part of the picnic table he had just fallen from. I, I'm fine, Cathy, he said finally. The ground broke my fall. Can you move? Did you break anything? asked Cathy. No, I, I, I'm just going to sit down for a while, though. Bart unsprawled his legs, back and arms and swung his lower legs from the bench and pulled himself up onto it so that he was seated facing the table. My head, he said, and turned to Owen and Francie. Jesus, where did you two come out of? Hey, I heard the dog would be no harm now, I suppose. Are, are the rest of you going drinking? Yes, said Owen. Yes, said Francie. We will drink and you will reveal to me all of the ancient and powerful mysteries of physics, she added. Francie turned to Owen. They were both standing next to the bench on the side facing the San Ligatou spacecraft. Owen nodded. Francie nodded in response and began walking back towards the lander. Cathy stepped to the edge of the tabletop and cupped her hands around her eyes. That robot friend of yours is definitely heading for us, she said. Is it dangerous? Ah, it's just ignorant, replied Bart. Francie reappeared with three pint glasses and placed them on the table next to Bart. 
Owen and Francie sat down on the bench opposite Bart so they faced the San Laika 2 and away from the approaching Spontalager transportation robot. Cathy step-jumped down from the table and kept her focus on the robot as she did. Now, said Francie, what is the utmost important physics decree mission specialist, Bart? Yes, added Owen, the very most important one. Bert took a long drink, placed the glass back on the table and rubbed his temples. Lads, will you just shut your holes? I'm not able for you this hour in the morning. But, 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 we need to know the secrets of physics, mission specialist Bart, said Francie. That's not being quiet, you muppet. Whisht, snapped Bart. There was a hint of malice in his voice. He grabbed a glass and swung round on the bench so that he faced the sand like a two and away from Francie, Owen, Cathy and the very slowly approaching robot. This is pointless, said Owen. The Saltoon of Phenotius. Praise be to him in his unmotocious wisdom. Indeed, praise be to him in his unmotocious wisdom, interrupted Francie. The Saltoon will be displeased, continued Owen, if we fail to uncover at least one of the tenets of the physics from these off-worlders. More than displeased, noted Francie. He will be righteously furious and murder us both. Agreed. We must increase our efforts to winkle the mysteries of physics from these smelly planetary interlopers. Cathy walked around the table so that her back was to the spacecraft and she faced Bart, Owen, Francie and the approaching robot. She kept her gaze on the robot but leant in close to Bart and whispered, See what I mean, Bart? That is not Owen or Francie. What do you mean? Listen to them, Bart. No thanks, I'd rather gouge me eyes out with a spoon than hear that pair wither on. Listen to what they are saying. Bart went silent. He listened to Owen saying, The fermented entrefied halubleberry extract is a waste of time. And then Bart listened to Francie agreeing with Owen and saying, Agreed. If anything, it removed his thinking from the imparting of wisdom. And then Owen saying, Then maybe if we bring them both to Shanlava Feistin Upper, the ungulatory mist will confuse them enough to betray their secrets. Bart shook his head slowly and shrugged. Ah, the same the same as usual to me. That pair always like to dress up every little thing they do in glamorous language so they can make themselves seem important. At the end of the day, they're just operating a spacecraft. Same as any of the rest of us. Are you sure that robot is harmless, Bart? It's moving with intent towards us. I, I never said it was harmless. I said it was ignorant. I don't like it, Bart. There's something menacing in the way it's trudging directly at us. I, I think we should move out of its way. Hey, the hell with that. I just got a drink. If it bothers you so much, Cathy, go over and pull out the batteries. The grappling arm of a Spontalager transportation robot is perfect for lifting between three and five dead plucked spontaligers and placing them in its hold, and also for the reverse of this process. What SDR FZB3158 was about to find out was that the grappling arm of a spontaliger transportation robot is a less than ideal murdering appendage, which meant robot FZB3158 discovered that the death of European Space Agency mission specialist Bart McMorrow would be a long drawn out process. Fortunately for FZB3158, it had infinite patience and was mentally prepared for just such a long, drawn-out process. Robot SDR FZB3158 approached the picnic table, slowly, and clomped around to the side with the bench holding up Bart McMorrow. It then extended a grappling arm towards Bart, and struck him with as much force as the arm could generate, which caused Bart to spill his pint. Owen and Francie took several timid steps backwards towards the open airlock of the San Laika 2 spacecraft. Balls! muttered Bart. What were you putting that thing, robot? Bleep. Bleep, robot STR FZB3158. Bart stood up, kicked the metal fridge freezer side torso slash cargo hold of STR FZB3158, said, that'll teach you, then pretended his foot wasn't hurt, and sat back down, gingerly. 
Owen and Francie backed into the airlock of the San Lega 2 module. Robot FZB3158 then extended its grappling arm towards Bart for a second time. It made contact with Bart's left elbow and caused Bart to drop his pint. The glass smashed onto the exposed rock and inspired Cathy to say, That was deliberate! Bart leapt up and kicked the robot's box-shaped torso for a second time. His European Space Agency issue boot clanked against the metal. Capitulate now, mortal! bleeped the robot. What did you just say? snapped Bart. That was deliberate, repeated Cathy. Not you, the robot, snapped Bart. It sounded like you were talking to me, said Cathy. I said capitulate, bleeped the robot. Capitulate, asked Bart. Yes, bleeped robot FZB3158. That's a stupid word. Where did you go to school, asked Bart. I did not go to school. I was manufactured at SDR Fabrication Complex 6 in Class Mabrone. Now, capitulate and die, mortal. Robot FZB3158 then extended its grappling arm towards Bart for a third time and missed. I think it's trying to hurt you, Bart, said Cathy. I told you there was something menacing about it. Then why didn't you take out the batteries? I don't know where they are. Well, you should. You're the mission commander. The pre-launch meeting never said anything about Jupiterian robots. Typical, snapped Bart. Why don't you delegate to those two other Muppets, then? I don't think they're themselves anymore. Shkalakadadoodle! Bollingadonk! Zap! The Shkalakadadoodle had been yelled by Owen, while the Bollingadonk was yelled by Francie. Both had emerged from the open airlock of the sand like a two-lander brandishing wands. The zap was the sound they made when bolts of green energy from the wands made contact with robot FZB-3158's metal torso. You see, snapped Owen, magic is useless against machines. It is as the Saltoon predicted. Very much indeed as the Saltoon predicted. We must obtain the secrets of physics from these creatures before these machines eviscerate us all. Francie ran from the door of the lander where she had been brandishing her wand with Owen and over to the opposite side of the picnic bench where robot FZB3158 was engaged in a fourth slow extension of its grappling arm towards European Space Agency mission specialist Bart McMurrow. Come humans, she said. We must flee this place. Conventional magic is no match for this abomination. What are you withering on about, Francie? snapped Bart. Uh, and is there any chance you can fetch me another drink? He added. I think the robot is trying to hurt you, Bart repeated Cathy. I'm sure of it. It walked over to you directly, and those strikes of the arm seem intent for harm. Run, before it's too late, shouted Owen. He took a tentative step towards Bart, Cathy, Francie, the wooden picnic bench, and robot FZB3158, hesitated, and stepped back again. I know a place we could go to, a place where no robot would dare to go, a place of ungulatory mist, a place of dark and sinister magic, a place where most Jupiterians fear to tread, a place of myth, a place where worry, suspicion, hatred, bitterness, terror and fear go hanging in the air. And it's not far, he shouted. Do you mean Schlan Lab a fishteen upper? yelled Francie. Of course I do. Was it not our plan to take these creatures there anyway? Reply yelled Owen. Oh, you're right, Owen. I, I, it was. Sorry, I forgot. I, I just got distracted by the machine. No problem. It could happen to any Jupiterian. Try to get the extraterrestrials to follow us before it's too late and the machine murders us all. Robot FZB3158 extended its grappling arm for a fourth time and began clomping around the table towards where Francie was standing. This is not your fight, Jupiterian, it bleeped. But be advised, I will kill you in time. The robot's clomping brought it to within three feet of Francie, who slowly stepped backwards and out of the reach of the extended robotic grappling arm. Everything will die eventually, bleeped the robot. It then swiveled its large fridge-sized metal torso around and took a clumsy step back towards where Bart was sitting and grumbling about spilled beer. 
Come, European Space Agency Mission Specialist, Bart McMorrow and European Space Agency Mission Commander Catherine Bishop. Follow myself and Owen to Shannon Lava Fasteen Upper. It is our only hope to evade the machine. Ah, uh, you go on ahead, said Bart. I'll wait here for you. I'm fairly sure that robot is trying to kill you, Bart, said Cathy. Robot FZB 3158's extended grappling arm swung in the direction of Bart's head. That's all right, said Bart. Just a bit of a pain in the arse is all. But sure, that's machines for you. You go on ahead. I'll stay here and finish off the beer. It'd be a shame to let that stuff go off inside the sand like a two, you know, or, or even, you know, go out of date and that. Eh, uh, we have more, um, beer in Shan Lava Fasting Upper Mission Specialist Bart McMorrow. Uh, more and better. The best, in fact, said Francie. Bart ducked his head slowly. This moved it out of the way of robot FZB 3158's clumsy swing. What do you mean the best? he asked. The best on Jupiter or, or in the universe? Uh, the best beer in the universe, Mission Specialist Bart McMurrow, said Francie. Hi, Owen, yelled Bart. Is it true that Shan Lava Fasting has the best beer in the universe? What? yelled Owen. Uh, I was just saying to European Space Agency Mission Specialist Bart McMurrow that Shan Lava Fasting Upper has the best beer in the universe, yelled Francie. So he'll travel with us there, she added. Oh, oh, right, yelled Owen. Yes, Bart, it has. The best in the universe. And the solar system too. Bart stood up and stepped backwards away from another of robot FZB 3158's slow and awkward grappling arm swings. I suppose I might as well go and have a look, he said. This robot is starting to do my head in anyway. Are you coming, Catty? I suppose, she said. Good, very good, said Francie. Both the extraterrestrials are coming, Owen, yelled Francie. Francie then took a wide step around the clumsy grappling arm swinging of robot FZB 3158 and onto the narrow gravel path that led across the bare rock towards low hills in the far distance. Owen jogged over to her side. Bart followed both of them. Catherine shrugged and followed behind Bart. She could not tell where their destination was, only that Owen's not-far description did not seem to tally with the surrounding geography. She stepped in close to Bart and whispered, Keep your eyes out for anything strange. Are you serious? asked Bart. I just woke up with a hangover and a robot spilled out my hair of the dog. And now I'm following two dipsticks through a bare rock plane on a mission to get beer. On a Thursday morning, on the surface of Jupiter. What the hell has to happen for something to qualify as strange for you, Catty? Capitulate now, mortals! Bleep robot STR FZB 3158. It clomped slowly and clumsily back onto the path it had taken from Class Bebron. Bleep! It bleeped. And commenced a slow clomp, clomp, clomp after Owen, Francie, Bart and Catty. And that was it for the morning of the fifth day of the first human expedition to another planet. An underground army of sorts, a malevolent and destructive Jupiterian personality cult, two Jupiterians with a score to settle, European Space Agency mission specialist Nancy Goodaim McGinley, a murderous robot, a thirsty European Space Agency mission specialist, a bewildered European Space Agency mission commander, and the last copy of the Book of Bongerland, adrift on the sea of uncertainty on Jupiter. And now, if you have followed that through to the end, thank you. Um, 32 will be out I'm going to try to get it out next week and uh, hopefully things will get into a bit of a more of a flow and we have up as far as chapter 56 to go so that'll take it through to July sort of mark if you can hack that sort of thing so again once again if you have listened thank you chat to you next week